Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 390. That's a big number. We're getting close. Close to 400. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll hit that before the end of the year. Anthony figured it out on the last podcast, so go back and listen to that one for the actual math. Is Charles going to be in this podcast? Wait, oh, dang it, I ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) We found Charles! (laughs) Actually, he just found us. And I found uh, a new Tony's, dialysis uh, clinic yeah, Tony, after my trip. Tony's back, too. My liver is... <laughs> <laughs> I love the warm welcome back, guys. Well, I didn't really read uh, a lot of comic books uh, that were new this week, so I didn't have anything uh, to talk I about. I read a bunch of books. A couple Batman. Joker. Lots of, just lots of stuff. Yeah. I'm just a big fan of Spider-Man, so I just, you know, I'm following that absolute carnage because it's it's continuous, you know, and I'm enjoying it, too. That's good. It's good. Discuss a little bit more of the Joker movie and some Stranger Things insights. Just other various newsy news bits. And I, boozing a book, uh, picked up a comic book over in Germany, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you think Tony can't read in English, just... (laughs) <laughs> Wait to try and listen to him read in German. Oh, as well as, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys saw my post of the funniest thing ever. A-U-S-F-A-H-R-T. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ausfart is how you say it. Exit? Right? But, yeah, but I the first time we went two years ago, I thought it was asphart. Yeah. Which I, is even more hilarious. Where can I find the asphart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of us, uh, yeah, that... I laughed every time we were on the highway because it's there all the time for exiting yes. and yes. everyone in the car just... driving for a while and he's still giggling from the last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sees another one. Because he's, <laughs> he's a 12 year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hear more about my trip and uh, other Stuff. comic book news within. So enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode 390. They still want that milk. Did we even put that in the podcast? Nope. Ready to rumble. Oh, let's get ready to rumble. Or just start the podcast. One of the two. Yeah. Either one. Both? Make a choice. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's start fighting in Podcast here. rumble. I'm sure that would uh, be good for everything in here. I mean, I guess it can't get any messier. So. No, no. One of us would die because something would fall on us. That is true. This is a metal shelf Ugh. with the many... Thousands of pounds of comic books on it. Yeah. Oh, and I don't want to die again. No, you died multiple times already. What's another time? Yeah, uh, that's when I was on my lovely trip to the good old land of beer and uh, history. I was beer and castles. That's not what I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it uh, Oktoberfest. I will just say this at any time that I can. It is Valhalla. Yeah. It is like the place where if you enjoy partying it up. 
think you know you have a drinking bigger. problem when your vacations are drinking centered, right? The whole trip like a was not event, a worldwide <laughs> event. Yeah. No, just <laughs> well, you know, you know what I mean, right? Like celebrated around the well, people from around the world go there. Yeah. What is it though? What, why do people? Do you even know the history behind it, or like where is it at? Well, it's in Bavaria, uh-huh. and Munich is the capital of Bavaria. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the exact reasons behind Oktoberfest. Sounds like you should have done some research yeah. before we started no, recording. Thing, you don't even know what it's about. <laughs> no, okay. it could be something like like some club behind it, like some like the Nazis started it yeah, in the 1930s. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, well, I used to know it, but then I drank, and <laughs> they, they were drinking to forget their troubles. <laughs> they they were doing it to weed out the weak livers. Ah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That right? was another part of their uh, <laughs> ultimate solution or whatever final. The final final letter. final solution. <laughs> That's not what anything. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Where goes our German Tony's listenership? Like, <laughs> no, it's a big tradition for them. The first one was held in 1810. Okay, that is pretty. And they and more places around the world have started doing it. Sure. Like, you could say that this caused the World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. Wait, 130 years uh-huh, earlier. Exactly. If that hadn't happened, uh, World War II wouldn't have happened. Guaranteed. See, what it, the biggest thing is um, it had to do with uh, King Ludwig. And when uh, it had to do with him and having the commoners come to this festival, um, I can't remember if it was a wedding or it was just a coronation or something. But the biggest part of it is that everyone was invited so that there was, you know, everyone was kind of on equal drinking grounds and the festival was was formed. I see. A classless party. Yes. Nice. Because I mean, it's not really classless party. (laughs) I mean, I guess. And one of the things most people uh, will see is people wearing lederhosen and everything like that. That is just like. To be honest, it's become now the traditional garb of Oktoberfest. But like back in the day, those were what fancy people, people clothes. No, no, working people, clothes, working people because they were the hides of animals. Yeah, so like farmers or people that were uh, blacksmiths, they just wore these as their everyday clothes and showed up there. And as tradition kind of come, the more smell people. Was Probably because you can't watch watch those fucking things. Yeah, not traditional, not what, a traditional I, sense. No, you really can't. I asked some Germans uh, about how to wash it. They go, "Oh, you don't." Oh, gross. Oh man, so and gross. You people will wear these on these crazy drinking party nights. Yeah, they're filled for with weeks. Ball sweat and urine. Uh-huh. And other other so, substances yeah. that come from the human body. Okay, that was not the whole trip though. That was the ending <laughs> of the trip. We saw a bunch of castles. We saw the world's biggest wine barrel. Um, we saw all these places to drink Was on the Rhine empty? River. <laughs> we saw all these. It wasn't just drinking. Uh, but Oktoberfest was the end goal. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forget, too. The soccer game that we went to, that was just crazy nuts. Um, they are very into soccer there. Mm-hmm. Tell me, like, one quick story. Like, what was the... Well, like a good one, like um, like weirdest thing that happened. Or well, there's I have thing two that... really good ones from Oktoberfest. One was I wanted to prank someone from from the U.S. And one of the things that the Germans had told us, this one of the guys that spoke pretty good English, he was a journalist, so he reads up on world news and everything. And he always says, 
Yes, why do you call yourselves Americans? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, there's Canada, there's Mexico. Yes, Canadians there's, are he, Americans he, too. Yeah, and so, Mexicans are Americans too. We're Get on board, everybody. Yeah, so he was like, and yes, most of the world understands what you're talking about, but he's like, you're not specific. So we were like, yeah, we're from the States. Yeah, you're right. So we started calling ourselves statesmen, so we're trying to make nice. that a thing. You know what? I like that. Um, I mean... I wouldn't call myself a statesman. We have to have a gender neutral. No, we don't. Actor yeah. is both yeah. uh, female and male. Mm. They've switched to actress to denote supporting actresses and everything. Yeah. But there are terms that can be both. Sure. We don't need to be PC about this. Fine, know. stateswoman, be whatever you want to be. We're all States men, though. Men so. and women. I don't care. A state I don't of- actually care. But anyways, I wanted <laughs> going back to my story. There was this girl... Statist? <laughs> Sounds too close to... There was this girl I wanted to kind of... I wanted to prank someone, and I she was speaking fluent English, so I knew she was from the United States. And I, I go, you, uh, in- English speak? You, like... Uh, and she goes, yeah, where, are you from here? I can see him doing that. And I'm trying to <laughs> speak broken English, but not even that well. In an American accent. And he's doing sign language, too. You speak English? He's like... <laughs> yep. Can you hear English? Yeah. He's not denying it. <laughs> yeah. And one of the one of my mates that was with me at the table, he's from Australia, and it was just the two of us at the time. But I told him this is what I wanted to do. Well, then he just starts fucking speaking English. I'm like, you're ruining it, bro. So then I told the girl, no, I'm from Michigan. Found out where she's from. He like, but she was. <laughs> The typical dumb dits hot girl mm. where this is my Australian friend. Austria? Uh, no, Australian. Oh, with the Kiwi birds and stuff? And like, well, it's New Zealand, but still, okay. <laughs> well, then my other Australian friend came. You're from Austria too? It was just like. Was she drunk? Because it's not a fair assessment if she had been drinking. But we corrected her five times. It doesn't it matter. You've never been a drunk girl. <laughs> oh, there were plenty of woo girls. But one of the um, best days that we had was we found this secret part where there's the main strip that have all the halls uh, and tents to go into and drink. And there's a separate place where you paid three euro to go through this little gate. And there was a couple other halls back there. And that's where they called the traditional area where... The other places for tourists, they play American music in those tents and everything. This was straight up just German. There was a lot less people that didn't speak English at all there anyways. So we got the full experience when we got in there. And that's where we sat next to um, the journalist uh, German before that was talking to about plenty of things. And oh, so my it's hard to say because I don't want to necessarily offend anyone by saying cunt, but... Uh, me and my friends... I mean, I say cunt all the time, so I give you permission to use it. Well, no, you don't need to give me permission. The Australians did. So they use it all the time, yeah, so which my people. friend group then, being friends with my buddies there, uh, use it loosely. So they were using it, Loose and one of, the, one of the Germans... Oh my goodness, <laughs> it was right there. I know. Wow. <laughs> the name of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> one of the germans Decree. flat out when he heard it, he goes is that not a bad word and so 
Hadrian starts explaining, no, if you say, you know, fuck you, you fucking cunt, yeah, sure, that's bad, but, like, my fucking mates here, man, are plastered, or my fucking cunt mates here are plastered, or whatever. He's just explaining how it can be used intertwined and stuff. The rest of that afternoon and evening, these Germans are like, you cunts want more drinks? <laughs> you amazing. cunts are pretty cool. That's amazing. I love so it. That was fun. It was just, like I said, it was a lot of camaraderie. We drank at least five liters every day, if not more, plus liquor. We didn't get a lick of sleep. I worked the next day right when we traveled back, and then I decided that was dumb and then took a couple days off yeah. to recuperate because... But now I'm back and Wee glad to record. Yeah, we kind of missed you a little bit. Miss Charles more, though. Oh. He's been gone longer. <laughs> She's had more. <laughs> yeah, where have you been at? You could have been with us on the trip if you weren't going to be here to record. Because that's how things work. <laughs> Let's talk about news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad to be back. Glad to be doing all this. Um... Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into some things that we do. Reviews. Yeah. Okay, go for it, buddy. I don't have a normal one this week because I've been recuperating. Are you and... saving this one for yeah. later? Okay. Charles, did you read a book? I read... Well, I meant I meant to read uh, two, but I had gotten... I had some internet problems or whatever, and I had the uh, Miles Morales Absolute Carnage, um, Miles Morales uh, number three. And I was like... And I read the, the very beginning, it says... You definitely should read two and one first. Yes. It, the little warning there. And I was like, yeah. So I read the first one. And, well, that was kind of fun. But it seems like just like every other um, uh, one where, you know, this one kind of showed up at least at the end. Right. But what I thought was interesting was um, I was thinking, has Miles ever had a symbiote on him at all? That Eric? Uh, no. And then I thought to myself, uh, that would be fucking sweet. And at the end of the book, Carnage sort of, like, throws a symbiote on him to, like, grab him and kidnap him, basically. Kidnap. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, like, fighting with Scorpion for a while, and um, it's it's a pretty fun uh, battle. But then all these other, you know, those little drone symbiote, the, the Carnage drones, mm-hmm. they show up with their little uh, swirly little spirals on their faces. Yes. So they, like, start to kind of team up, but Scorpion's like, no, screw this. And he's like... Tosses the kid into the crowd. He's like, you're my, you know, you're going to distract him Human while I get shield. away. shield, yeah, basically. And that's when Carnage shows up and really, like, starts to um, beat up on uh, Scorpion. And then Miles saves him. And he's, they're still kind of losing. And then Venom shows up and grabs Scorpion and runs away. And they mention the, they mention, uh, well, I didn't know that Scorpion ever got a hold of a, well, obviously he did, right? A simple. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, I mean... Well, there was that time where everyone few, got... Yeah, there's very few people who haven't... Miles hasn't until now. And the Hulk hadn't until now. But... <laughs> Other than that, yeah, it seems like there's... The symbiotes somehow have gone on everyone. Yeah. But then again, too, there's also whenever... Like, once a year, they always seem to do a symbiote uh, run of, like, uh, covers mm-hmm. for a bunch of different titles, which... Doesn't count them having it not in a story, but then I recall, oh, I seen so and so with the same, but then it was just cover sure. um, art. So maybe exactly, it's all uh, canon now. <coughs> which I, I was going to say, the, the reason I started, I wanted to read these is because the third one, um, it has uh, what looks like a the drone carnage that or the drone um, person that I know is not carnage now. Mm-hmm. He, he has like 
six arms or he has mm-hmm. like four arms or something like that and it was kind of intriguing because <clears throat> I thought since it's Carnage that maybe Doppelganger was around mm-hmm. you remember that mm-hmm. he looks like Spider-Man but he's got you know six arms oh he's got yeah claws, Doppelganger and yeah he, he ran with Carnage through Maximum Carnage so I was like is that is that like a you know I thought that was interesting but um, I read a, another one if I might mention real quick um uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I think it was like 33 or something like that. But uh, the cover has um, a person in the Carnage suit, and the face is being ripped off by Spider-Man. And I was like, "Yes, I want to see them fucking fight." I thought it was Carnage because it says "Absolute Carnage" right on the top. Right. And turned and I recognized the top of their head, which is very like uh, traditional Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. the hair. Mm-hmm. And the comic. Is so fucking confusing mm, because yeah. I can't tell whether things are happening in the past, present, future, or inside Norman's head. And there's something that happens in the sequence that is unknown to me, whether it's the past, present, future, or whatever, where um, this person interacts with Norman in his head, maybe, and he does something and stops the the other sequence that's going on, the present day, whatever. And so, like, uh, I don't know who it is or what, but I can't even, I can't tell anything about what's going on. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, like, disappointed, but, like, I definitely want to learn yeah. more. So I guess they got me on that. Yeah. The, um, the one I reviewed last week was the uh, Immortal Hulk Absolute Carnage mm-hmm. one. I heard that was pretty good. It, <clears throat> it mostly all took place in Bruce's head. Oh. It was this whole interaction between him and all of these other personalities, not just the Hulk, other versions of the Hulk, other people's personalities who might have died while they were the Hulk or now somehow in Bruce. I don't know. There's like this whole consortium of personalities in Bruce's head. And the whole comic book is them trying to figure out whether they want to accept the symbiote into their consortium Mm. sort of thing. It was really interesting. Nice little, you don't need to read it to read the rest of the books at all or anything like that. Just one of those one shots. Super good. Super good. But. This is still fun, though. This yeah. whole absolute carnage thing, bringing all these different people in and finding out, like, well, there's more to it. Like, I need to find when Scorpion had the um, the symbiote suit. Yeah, just makes you deep When dive. the heck was that? Yeah. <clears throat> That's an excellent Would you like question. to learn more? Press 1. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to learn how to press 1? Press 1. <laughs> Why haven't you pressed 1? <laughs> Um, I read that one too. Super good, the Miles Morales one. Uh, the third one? Did you read the third one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I out of all the Absolute Carnage ones, the Miles Miles Morales story seems less exciting than the rest of them. But I think that it's building up to something. I feel like it's more exciting. I <laughs> see what he's gonna do with this person who he doesn't really need to hold on to right yeah. now. But I feel like he's gotten control over the symbiote a little bit which is impressive towards the end there so we'll see what happens with that i wonder how much longer this event is going on though i feel like it's been going on for like a year now <laughs> i know well, it hasn't been a year gonna, he's gonna get all the codexes right? yeah and then what null or null or void or whichever null he's, no. gonna, he's just gonna show up and then someone's gonna have to defeat him and it's gonna be the symbiotes that defeat him they're yeah. gonna have to get a hold of the power that or it's going to be void. They get a hold of that sword, and that's the only thing that can be null. Right? I, no, I, I, mean, I mean, that's what I've been secretly kind of thinking. Yeah. There's always some object. 
Of the, course, yes. You know, get the scepter. Scepter <laughs> of truth. <laughs> it's the only way. Who made this thing? <laughs> he did. Oh, no. <laughs> his one weakness is the thing he made. Yeah. <laughs> his hobby is his weakness. <laughs> um. So I read You're the Villain, The Joker, number one. I don't Again, probably a one shot, so I don't know why there's a number one on it. But this was written by John Carpenter. Um, it was really good. I don't, it, to me, based on all the reviews that Tony's done of the year of the villain comic books, doesn't seem to tie in the way the rest of them do to like a cohesive, cohesive, cohesive storyline. Wow. You, you, you really do miss me. (laughs) I took over for you while you were gone. Yeah. Um, but the story itself is just, it's so like batshit crazy like in a way like the joker's crazy we all know this but this just the the psychosis that runs down the story in this is 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 interesting it starts with joker breaking out of arkham and he has one of his little card people with him you know they're all numbered and they have suits and stuff like that this one is like six of hearts or something like that Mm. that's their new Joker names. So after they break out of Arkham, it just turns into this whole thing where they're like running around the city causing chaos. But at some point in time, they stop at a convenience store. Condiment man shows up, tries to rob Joker's henchman, pisses off the Joker. The Joker attacks (laughs) condiment man, man, doesn't kill him, but makes all of his condiments explode all over the place, which the Joker thinks is hilarious. And then they buy Batman and Robin costumes and put them on and decide to run around the city as Batman and Robin. That's the Joker and his henchmen. And they decide they're going to fight for justice, <coughs> but it's Joker justice. So Have you ever, has that ever happened before where Joker has gotten a hold of Batman and Robin costumes? Because that's pretty fucking hilarious. I... I, uh, I feel that I've seen I'm where he's... i surprised that never happened before. No, I, there's been... But you know that it's him underneath. Like, it doesn't fit well, but right. he's done something comedically yeah. wearing them. And these are, like, the kind of costumes that come in a plastic bag that... It's not Batman. It's, like, Gotham Vigilante and... You know, so they're like off-brand Batman and Robin costumes, and they are too big, and he's got his makeup on underneath it, and he just looks completely ridiculous. It kind of reminds me of this other uh, comic that I saw a cover for, um, where Superman's holding Batman, and he looks like he's fucking dead, and it's super thin, like like he hasn't eaten, in, you know, or yeah. like the the whole his body's been sucked dry of like muscle or something like that. He looks super thin, but the costume on him. Isn't that wrinkly? Like, oh. it's <laughs> like actually it shrunk it looks with like his thin body. Too, right? <laughs> Spandex. <laughs> it reminds me of Adam West. <laughs> just tight. Um, but the, so it it's just it was just a fun little like. There's this scene where they roll up on this guy walking his dog, and the Joker's like criminal, and the his henchman's like, yeah, he must be a criminal. It's Gotham, and he's out at night walking his dog. Who does that? Crazy people. He must be a criminal. So they attack him, and 
the Joker's like, we're not going to kill him because we're Batman and Robin. And then... <laughs> He's playing the part. <laughs> <laughs> and then the henchman goes to, like, walk away, and Joker shoots the guy. And he goes, he had a gun. <laughs> and then he yells, dog has a gun, and shoots the dog. And then he leaves the gun right next to the dog. <laughs> it's just it's just a completely ridiculous scenario that's happening in this. And it's, like, full of just full-on Joker craziness. And I agree, though, that walking your dog in the middle of the night in Gotham, in Gotham uh, with the Joker, I mean, that's just a bad idea. He must be a criminal. He must be up to no good. Right. Oh, here's like a good... Like the dog really needs that much of a walk. Here's, <laughs> a, here's a good picture of them dressed up that as... fun. Yeah. So, <clears throat> long story short, very good book. Definitely read it. It's mm-hmm. this... The narrative is told by the sidekick. Um, they spend a lot of time internalizing what's going on. They know that they're crazy. They know that they sh- they were in Arkham for a good reason. Their conclusion at the end of this, after what happens between them, those two characters, he he determines Joker's not crazy. He's completely sane. He's methodical. He knows exactly what he's doing every step of the way. He's just evil. So that this book ends with this dude, like coming to the conclusion that the Joker acts crazy, but it's he's not. just using that like a crutch. Yes. Yes, and he's just a super evil, evil dude who knows exactly what he's doing at all times. And I'm like, oh, it kind of is. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I would, I would, people who are evil are crazy. Yeah. So. I mean, there is something broken <coughs> in him, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was, I it was fun, really good. Again, didn't really tie for me to the year of the villain stuff. Lex didn't show up at any point to give him an Oprah gift or anything like that. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if they just were like, hey, John Carpenter, it's October, write us a story. We'll just throw mm-hmm. it somewhere. Yeah. So, which That's I'm fine, fine with. And they, they wore costumes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did wear costumes. They went trick-or-treating, basically. The, yeah, they, it's and true. Robin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bat- Batman is Robin. Batman is Robin. People, yes. Robin people. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one I read was another Batman book. I read the Batman's Grave by Warren Ellis. Um, I don't. This is I. It's a, it's a hard book to explain. Not a lot happened in the first book. There was a Batman doing his Batman shit. Alfred in his ear, you know, telling him what's going on and stuff like that. At some point in time during the night, Alfred gets a hold of Bats and is like, hey, this person's been trying to call 911 for four hours and they keep getting put on hold. So Batman goes and sees what's happening, which I thought was kind of an interesting thing, statistic for them to be looking at is people calling 911 and not getting an answer. So then Batman goes and picks up the slack. Um, Turns out this guy died in his apartment. He's got Batman shit all over his walls. Like, he's super obsessed with Batman. And so Batman turns into, like, detective mode, and he's trying to figure out why this guy was obsessed with Batman and did something he did kill him sort of thing. And the ending is super creepy and weird. And to me, it almost felt like this was a one-shot story, but it's a 12-issue run. So I don't know where it's going to go from here, but... I think it's going to end up with Batman in a grave. <laughs> I don't know. Spoiler alert. I mean, it, it, it starts with Alfred tending to the Wayne 
parents in their graves, like tending their graves, wiping them off and making sure the flowers aren't dead and stuff like that. And right <coughs> next to their graves is Bruce's grave because when they decided to get their graves and headstones made, they also did one for their son, which is super fucking morbid. Um, so there's this whole thing about Alfred thinking Bruce is going to end up probably in the grave before Alfred does, which is most likely true. So I don't know if that's how this book is going to end. I don't, it's not a in canon book, it seems. It's written by Warren Ellis, so I think it's probably going to be really fucked up. Yeah. Because that dude's really fucked up when he writes. So I'm excited to see what happens with the way this book ended. Again, super creepy. Like, I'm not going to give away. It was just a super creepy ending to the book. So I really liked it. I had a lot of Batman fun this week. Um, I also read the end of the X-Men, Powers of X, House of X. Powers of Ten, House of X series, but I'm not going to talk about it because Tony's super behind. Yeah, so I was able to catch up on a lot of comics when I was traveling. However, I put some of the ones that I have set aside for a while, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, uh, like Wonder Twins, some of the other ones that I let go when I'm reading all these main storylines that are going on now. Glad I caught up on all those, but now... Having missed two weeks, even though I went to the comic book store while there, I didn't really pick up any of them that I knew. Were they up here. were they in? Would they have been in German if you picked them up there? I didn't really see any English ones. So yeah, yes. I would. I mean, I would imagine it'd be weird for them to sell English. Well, they. I mean, you still could pick up books. stuff here that are sometimes in Japanese, That's like some manga and stuff. So a lot of them were translated. Uh, holy shit! I saw this. Thing as big as my coffee table book of uh, Stan Lee. Mm. The thing was at least half a foot thick, and it was it was monstrous. Only one hundred fifty dollars. Wow. I'm like one of those selling here. Yeah. Would way more than that. B- five times that probably. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a steal. But of course, it's all in German, ah. so I wouldn't understand any of it. And that also seems like it would be a pain to ship somehow. Yes. It costs a lot. You're not going to be able to bring it as a carry-on. Nope. <laughs> uh, that's all I got, really. All I mean, right. I read a bunch of other shit, but I can't do reviews all day. So I was able to go see the Joker this past week. Yes. And it was all right. I'm not as blown away as everyone else says. I do think it's good, though. I'm not yeah. going to say it's a bad movie. However, I felt a little bit of the pacing could have been better. Yep. And, like, uh, I just heard Dan Slott uh, has gotten some Twitter reactions from him just saying it was a bad movie. Yeah. Now, I his criticism of it, uh, as he says, you know, there can be anti-hero um, shows or movies, you know, Breaking Bad, The Shield, all those things. Um, it's just the choice that they make and how they do and how to emphasize with the character. Emphasize? That's not a word. Did you em- mean emphasize? Did you? Is that, can you I was super emphasize? Like, are you doing like emphasize? Emphasize? I mean, oh, there's so many. Empathize, I think I meant. <laughs> I that? So super many words that could have been. <laughs> hey, I'm back. <laughs> uh, that I, I knew there was a point where he was imagining, uh, without giving too much away. His tenant down the, the hallway liking oh, him. Oh, yeah. And also, I was starting to think, is she going to be, her name going to be Harley? Like, oh, is she just going to. Right. But uh, 
Yeah, that that was creepy. Like there was a lot of creepy factors, but I felt there are some better stories of his past. Yeah. Street, and that's what Dan Slott says. You could have lifted one of the many stories and it would have been perfect. Why they had to go out of their way to do something else. And he also thought that the key moment... That, Scorsese hates comic book movies. And and I did enjoy seeing that iconic scene that has been played a bajillion times. You know which one it is, if you've seen the Joker movie uh, in an alley. But he, as, he, as Dan was saying, like, do we really need to see that? Do we really need to shoehorn that somehow... The Joker was the cause right. of that. Um, Let alone the fact of the the age difference. If he yeah. is the Joker, and like so, that's where when I went into this, it's an Elseworlds. It movie. definitely is, yeah. So it doesn't have to be the the main. And now it makes me want even more to finally read the three Joker book whenever it comes out, and they finally explain what the hell has been going on in the DC comic universe. Right. So my opinion of the Joker movie was similar to yours. I thought it was good. I thought Joaquin Phoenix was fucking amazing in it. He's just... Can he's, we all agree on that? Yeah, he's just nuts, right? I, I had uh, like, he heard did such some a good job. behind the scenes. Every time he went on to the, the television show in there, because when he was on set and they were filming it, though, for the movie, he would come in a different way every single time. So, like, the cameraman, like, didn't know where he's coming. Like, one time he came up from behind the set props to... Whichever one they took for him coming in is the one they cast in the movie. But imagine every time you're a cameraman trying to figure out how Joaquin Phoenix is coming into the set and tracking that. Yeah. And they said, like, and also he uh, he gave everyone um, on set a copy of his Joker book, which inside it, a lot of the writing was, they took it all in fun, but was like, oh, this movie's going to suck and it's all because of cameraman A or the lighting was wrong here. That's what a lot of the scribbles and notes were in it. Mm. So, and he was joking, of course, but that's what they all said. It's a lot better than what Jared Leto gave all of the cast of Suicide Squad. Isn't it something gross? I thought he gave condoms, used condoms to them. It's disgusting. Um, But anyway. thought he did? No, I believe he he did. Yeah. Uh, So... I, I had problems, not necessarily with the pacing, more with the, there was a little bit of laziness, I think, in the writing, personally, but it was good. Josh really, really liked it. He, we got out of the movie theater and he was like, that was a really, really good movie. And I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> um, but it definitely, to me, didn't warrant the fervor that happened before it. I could see... Why it would make some people upset, the themes in it and stuff like that. Um, but I also think that if you really look at it, this is less about the Joker and more about how Gotham became Gotham, because this is where Gotham goes from being the city ran by the rich to the city that's just in constant chaos and class warfare and full of crime. That and that's what I wish they could have done. Spent a little more time on, as well as. It shows where Joker gets all of his crazy henchmen from. Yeah. Like, literally, half these people are crazy and nuts. Yeah. And you always wonder, why do so many people have these goons that do these things? Well, they see a popular, you know, character. Well, he think, they think he's standing up for them. Yeah. Because the speech he, he made was a... It's a it's an interesting um, sort of uh, moral... 
tale, I guess. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Uh, like, he refers to the people that he killed. Um, Louder for the saying, people in the back there, Charles. Sorry. <laughs> he's talking about <laughs> the people that he killed with these, like, stockbrokers, somebody's, right? Yeah. And now, if the stockbroker person had killed him, then nobody wouldn't would have be been talking fucking about it. news. Right. Or, in the same sense, if a person like him had killed him as well, nobody would put it, nobody would have given a fuck, you know? And that was basically the point. Yeah. And why everybody was like, yeah, I fucking agree with that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> people are followers, so. Yeah. yeah. It's still, it's dominating the box office. It took first place again this weekend. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's second weekend uh, at the box office. They pulled in another 59 million, I believe. I think people, the, the first weekend, maybe people were apprehensive to go because of all the security and shit that the movie theaters were doing and stuff like that. Like, there were theaters that had people playing clothes police officers in the theaters and the theater I went to had a security guard at the door. Yeah. And like, I totally forgot about the, the, the yeah. shooting before. And I asked somebody if they're going to go see it or if they saw it. They're like, well, I'm afraid to go see it. I'm like, wow, really? Like, wow, they got to you. Like, yeah. Well, this also, it, it beats uh, Venom opening last year, which took the highest box office in October. And this also, it seems like it's more of a renaissance on rated R. Mm. We're seeing when you do, a, like I said, it wasn't bad. I'm glad I saw it. Um, but when you do a, a well-created rated R movie, it can still make money. I know Hollywood in the last, you know, 20 years, it feels like they got less Scared of R going more PG-13 because they feel they can get more family and more kids in when not everything needs to be that. And I hope that they can, I don't know, follow that along with Deadpool's success to well, look, make some more adult stuff. The, um, Logan the, was rated R, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and Logan too, yeah. That was a fucking good movie. The Doctor Strange movie <coughs> coming out um, is going to be rated R. No. That's what, I, that's what I read. I would be very surprised if they let that roll through rated R just because yeah. the original one wasn't. So there's going to be kids out there. I can't see them taking those. And yeah. I'm okay with those. Those aren't rated R characters. It'd be they, really interesting to see a rated R Doctor Strange I mean, movie, though, because they're going into like the main producers or directors or something said that, like, yeah, with their mouth, not Twitter. Interesting, because I know this is supposed to be like them going into like the the what do you call it that little Multiverse. universe that he goes into the where he fought uh, in the last in his verse movie. What do you fuck do you call that, Tony? Astral plane? Astral yeah. Projection? Yeah. Okay. All the different little places he can get from there and stuff like that. It could be interesting, but I also don't know that Disney would allow that to happen. <coughs> Actually, I can 100% say Disney would not because Disney does not make R-rated movies. They will use Fox and they'll use some of the other uh, side uh companies that they own Miramax, which is all of them I think they used to own Miramax I yeah and I couldn't see them tying in a rated R for the madness of the multiverse or whatever oh multiverse of madness yes yes that's what it's called okay I misspoke okay what I assumed was it going to be rated R but it's supposed to be a scary movie yes oh a horror well, okay not, not horror um, they said they what did they fucking say just to be a scary movie. First scary movie. That's what it is. I assumed rated R. 
Yeah. Well, that's because all the best scary movies are rated R, right? I mean, there'll be jump scares, but not necessarily gore and cuss words yeah. and dick and fart jokes. It'll be Haunted Mansion scary. <laughs> Watch them not t- the movie. They're going to cross over with the other Disney properties now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really interesting, because if, hop- if he's portal hopping, I mean, that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it ridiculous, though, I think. Um, so, 25 years ago, the X-Men animated series premiered with the most iconic theme song, I would say, of all time. Oh, God. (coughs) You hear that and you know exactly what's happening. Well, now, Marvel is being sued by a Hungarian television show called Linda that was on Hungarian and Russian television from, like, 1985 to 1992 or something like that and they're saying that the X-Men animated series ripped off their theme song and so now they're Can suing them do you want to bring it up do you have it yeah I have it? do we want to listen to both as Are a comparison yeah well they'll probably try to sue us for it's on YouTube disclaimer so this is public property Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that is how that works. Let me just talk loudly during it. So, um, okay. So, do you want me to play the X Men one first, or we can just assume everyone knows what yeah. that song sounds like? So, here's the. I hope this. Oh, hold on. Let me actually turn the sound. I'm gonna take this song. I'm gonna play it with somebody. Be like, tell me what that is, and they'll be like, they're gonna be like, it's the X Men. Yeah, even if they don't, even if they weren't around. When the X-Men animated series was on television, even if they never watched a single fucking show of that animated series, everyone knows that theme song. So he... So this is the other show. What? There's a little bit of a difference. I can hear a few chords that sound. But it doesn't go... It doesn't... It's the same notes. Yeah. It's not the what instrument is playing, it's the notes. Yeah. It's that part right there. I mean, and that, it sounds... But then it goes... Yeah. Like, it doesn't... Oh, okay. All right. It doesn't... Vanilla Ice over here. <laughs> no, no, no. It went... So, it, does, it doesn't have to be the whole thing that is ripped off. It can be pieces yeah. of the song. And so I don't even know what part of uh, Tom Petty's song that he 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 sued the Red Hot Chili Peppers for. I, I never even fucking heard any similarities. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've heard Red a Hot couple Peppers. recently. It was a Katy Perry song that someone was saying that they ripped off, and I I literally listened to the other one. A, it was a shitty song. Yeah, and the beat was totally not every, and it was like a small. Like, din, 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 something. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, you can hear the similarities in this. Like, you can hear it, for sure. So, I don't, it's just, to me, it's weird that they're suing them now. Because this show was on before the X-Men animated series, and then the X-Men animated series was on, and now it's 25 years later that they're suing. So, why all of a sudden? I don't know if that, I don't know if that is going to way on any sort of like because somebody's sister married a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) somebody's sister was and they're like really no i can represent you on this one except for with like a hungry hungarian accent (laughs) i don't even know how that would sound i don't know what a hungarian sound like (laughs) 
Uh, so I thought that was crazy, and also, but like, I can hear it. So it's, it's, it seems like a valid lawsuit to me. I just don't know why uh, they waited so long. They could have just hopped on it right away, I think. Just realized that seemed kind of sexist. Somebody married a lawyer. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you didn't say whether it was a male lawyer or yeah. a female lawyer. So, yeah. Could, what, what up? Either way, lawyers can be both. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, at New York Comic Con, DC released their timeline for their generations. Much like Marvel's stories start with the beginning of the Fantastic Four, so they reset their timeline every once in a while, um, DC's doing generations, and the first generation starts with Wonder Woman coming to the land of men. Second generation starts with the appearance of Superman. The third generation goes from the Crisis on Infinite Earths to New 52, and New 52 starts Generation 4, and we are currently in Generation 4. No, didn't Rebirth? Isn't Rebirth a whole new? It might have. Maybe it was Rebirth. It was very recent. Well, 52 was one of them that they've always distinctly, so I think Rebirth is the newest Um, one. Let's see. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Crisis... Generation four or third generation lasted from Crisis on Infinite Earths in 1986 to Flashpoint in 2011, which okay. was the end of New 52, right? And that's when they started Rebirth. Nope, that's no. when they. St- oh, can't remember. I know <laughs> that was a really long generation, though. I mean, 86 to 2011. Um, currently in the fourth generation, they're going. Okay, so I see they're they're what I used to take as different generations. They add a couple in there. Yeah. To just say it's okay. Right. So instead of a bunch of little generations, they have right now four, soon to be five generations. And so there's going to be a new generation. They're announcing that there are going to be a new generation of heroes taking the place of heroes. So a new Batman, new Superman, new Wonder Woman, all that stuff taking their place. I don't know if they didn't learn from Marvel (laughs) and the backlash that Marvel got for replacing iconic characters with new, younger characters. Yeah. Um, But we'll see, because it looks like the Batman, the new Batman is going to be Luke Fox, who I assume is Lucius Fox's son. I don't know anything about Luke Fox, because I did not do my homework before talking about this. (laughs) Um, Tony's going to yell at me after the podcast. (laughs) Um... John Kent is probably going to take over for his dad, stuff like that. Uh, but I think the thing that DC probably has going for it over when Marvel did this is this is going this this new generation is going to be started by another crisis. So we're going to have yet another DC crisis. Something's going to happen. The big heroes are going to go away. They're going to be replaced by these younger characters, probably until the crisis <laughs> is over. And then we'll have the old characters back, and then the new characters will still be heroes, but just under new names. I feel like it's interesting that they're, they're I mean, they've kind of done this for a while, but they make the characters, the original characters, they're just making them old now. Yes. And bringing in the sons and the, the new generation. Mm-hmm. So interesting. They're just like swapping out, like, well, you've had your run, and you're going to retire now, sort yep. of, you know. Well, you heard Marvel's taking a chance on a new Wolverine book coming out. Yeah. I mean... I can't believe that they're blatantly doing some gender swap on X-23. I mean, <laughs> love seeing them taking risks, though, and, and with, you know, new characters and and everything. I mean, 
what are they doing? Just copying the old man Logan template without him being old? I mean, who is this new person that has never been in a book before that feels they need to announce it? Mm. That's funny. Uh, I mean, that's clearly coming out of the the hawks and pox, as Anthony calls them, books. <laughs> well, does he even still have the flame claws? Like, I haven't... This is the one thing I've noticed with reading so, some of the other books. <laughs> he always has that that uh, hat yeah. with his white t-shirt and jeans. So he stayed similar. Like, I think they said, don't give him a suit for the next two years. Yeah. Let him just be plain clothes. And he seems to show up, but not having... So you ha- you're not caught up on these books, or else you would not be asking that question. Oh, I know I'm not. Okay. So I could I can tell you that no, he probably does not have flame claws anymore, but I won't tell you why I know. Oh, that. but they do they exp- they explain though. They explain a lot of things in one of the books. Okay. Um, the idea of it is really really interesting, and more than this last book that they did, the Powers of X, Powers of Ten, Powers of Ten Number Six. More than that book. Being like the start of the whole new X Men series, there's the book right before that, just opens everything up. All and right. Like, well, it, here's here's my goal. I'm gonna get caught up on those, and we can definitely okay dig through because we also haven't really chatted about no them because we didn't want to do it like every, every week, week yeah. even though they were f- so phenomenal. Good. I mean, never have I seen. Well, I have, but it's been a long time since I've seen such like fervor and love for a comic book series on the internet and like really no negative stuff going on about it because it's just so it just seems so well orchestrated and thought out and this the retcons that he's doing actually make fucking sense and it's going to be ongoing someone after using this. actual what has happened before yes. and yes you're going to change it you don't just change it and forget about it right you have a reason yeah so it's all very exciting so, uh, last bit of news that I found was that there it looks like they're starting to uh, ramp up a Ghost Rider war because there are plenty of people that have had the Ghost Rider um, power, mm-hmm. and Robbie Reyes has it right now. Right. Um, but still, there's Johnny Blaze that also... He's the king of hell. Yeah, and... There's and then there's that chick that was in South America, but now also is dead. Although I don't know if the Carnage story is canon or not. And there's Cosmic Ghost Rider too, yeah. which is now my new favoriteest of Ghost Riders. So, yeah, in one of the latest uh, Avengers books, they kind of have been hinting at it. So, I hope this this isn't going to be a full blown like giant event. I mean, if it sticks to just Avengers and some tie tie ins, that'd be great because. Budget can't keep uh, competing with all these things. I have to then catch up with the symbiote shit now, too. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really weird for them to start a whole everyone is a ghost rider thing while they're still doing everyone is a carnage thing. Like, that overlap just doesn't work to me at all. So they're going to have to end one before they start the other. I've heard worse things, though. This is always, like, sister movies. Like... Armageddon and Deep Impact oh, both okay. came out at the same time, <laughs> and somehow that was okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know, I don't know though. Uh, my budget also can't handle more events. 
coming out at all at the same time. Although I don't know why we keep calling these events. They're not really uh, events. It's just they're they're just the where the story's at right now. Leading up to events. Yeah. I just feel bad for anyone that really lives in one of these superhero worlds. Like, seriously, at the end of the um, no, no one does. War of the Realms. <laughs> They're not real things. Just a quick reminder. <laughs> just, just fictional, in case. Fic- <laughs> fictional characters. I saw someone post on a forum that they lived there. And <laughs> I believed them. The internet's not a great true. town. <laughs> I don't recommend living here. <laughs> Please send help. <laughs> Care package. Guns, knives. <laughs> Cloak of invisibility. You guys can give it bad. I live in a constant state of 24-hour <laughs> hyper-anxiety and awareness. <laughs> Trump. I-, I wish we had a Trump. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a big A. <laughs> I forgot one other thing that I saw. Um, it was a tweet from the Stranger Things writers. Uh, they said they're going to start uh, coming out every Friday with uh, Video Store Fridays, where they're going to talk about five movies that the writers we're discussing within that week's uh, writing sessions that have something to do with the new fourth season. Mm. So are they uh, going to record these things in a family video? Because that would be amazing. No, I mean just like some of you know, ghost all the family video needs help. Stranger Things, go fucking record in their stores. <laughs> just like you can watch any of the other seasons and you can see the influences yes. from this and that. So the ones that they started out with right now is The Peanut Butter Solution, which I don't know that movie. The Fisher King. It's like a porn. Bill and Ted's Bogus <laughs> Journey. You've Got Mail. And Ordinary People. Okay. So I like this sort of like makes you think, okay, what would they be pulling from that? You know, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Like, obviously, I don't think they're going to do time travel, but maybe something, maybe the kids dress up as some of these characters who knows but it's kind of cool to give us some hints at what's to come because love that show the peanut butter solution is a movie from 1986 where ghosts restore a boy's hair when it falls out from fright but then it won't stop growing yes i remember this (laughs) oh i don't i can't it stars matthew mckay your brother in this movie? <laughs> That's why he loves theater now. <laughs> it's spelled differently than your guys' last name, but interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't have really any. I mean, Rob Liefeld is talking about suing Marvel, so I think that'll be hilarious to watch um, <laughs> when actual actual more details come out about that because he's just hinting at it on Twitter right now. Um, I'm actually getting really excited for this whole crisis event that they're doing on CW and all the people that they're adding and stuff and they just announced even though Michael Keaton's not going to be in the movie they're going to pay homage to him by oh uh, I saw yeah, he, yeah there's a picture of him yeah. in a newspaper and that was kind of cool yeah so I, I just like the attention that they pay to the history of the characters they're killing it's, it and yeah. in fact I heard that they are killing a Robin maybe oh is it Burt Ward he might die during the no, making of it no um <laughs> He's like 120 years old. <laughs> From what, it was one of the few things that I read of comic book news, and I think it just happened in the latest uh, episode, but uh, whoever, I think, is it Tim Drake that's the Robin in the show right now? I can't remember who the actual Robin, because yeah, there's multiple Robins, yeah. but uh, it's falling from a building, and 
there's going to be just like back in the day when they killed Jason Todd, call in and do we save him oh. or not? Now, the interesting part, and when I was reading this uh, article, is how do they do that where a comic book, they just switched the last panel and then showed he's dead because right. overwhelmingly people voted that way. You already have a, a TV show going into this crisis thing. So you, you could probably uh, make a scene a bit different, but unless you know which way it's going to go, how does that yeah. combine into the other shows or going forward in the future? Well, they could... A, kill him, which will probably happen because, I mean, as we know from the past vote of whether we, to kill a Robin or not, the answer is always yes. Kill a Robin. Um, or they could just, I mean, he's falling from a fucking building, so if he could, they could just coma him, right? He actually does hit the ground but doesn't die, and he's just in a coma. Therefore, also not in the show going forward. He hits the ground, doesn't die, he's in a coma. How do you recover from that? You are no longer ever going to be the character again. They have yeah. to kill him. Yeah. They can't show the character in a state of uh, um, handicap, sort of mm. decay. Or, no, they can't no, pull a barber board. Plus, it's 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 uh it's more shocking, right? Isn't it? If he dies, to, like, to just boom. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have all this drama immediately afterwards. Right. Everyone's super sad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's big cover-ups. My guess is they're leaning on the fact that people are going to vote for death. I think that's just... Well, that's what everyone just kind of... Assumes. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard that... if they do put him in a coma, they're going to kill him. Eventually. Yeah. They're not going to... He's not going to wake up and be okay. Right. He'll never be the same again. Right. Falls off of a building. Well, and these characters... Robin is not an ongoing character in any of the CW shows. So, I mean, he's going to go somewhere eventually, whether it's dead or back to his own little world. Or he'll just be saved. Yeah, right. And not hit the ground. Yeah. And then just disappear forever. Uh, it's Dick Grayson who's in the Titan show right now, so that's the Robin. Ah. So that's a, another, he's the Are most they bringing beloved. Over, they're bringing over the Titans for the CW shows? I uh, believe so. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're one of the... I can't remember all that they're doing now. I know Flash is one. Yeah, Flash, Arrow. Supergirl. Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. Batwoman. Or maybe it's just going to be... Um. Oh, God, what is that other show? I keep wanting to say Static Shock, but it's not Static Shock. Um, fuck, I can't think of it. Doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out more later on that one. Yes. So that's uh, all that I have to discuss. Me too. All right. So uh, one other quick story from my trip. I had worn, uh, I brought a Drunk on Comic t-shirt because I want to take a picture of it in front of a castle or something. And it just so happens the day that I am wearing it, we find the one comic book store through one of the many cities that we went to. And I'm like, oh shit. So I'll take a picture uh, out front and I'll go in and check it out. And as we already previously said, not a lot of them being English at all. Uh, they had displayed in the front this uh, comic book with the original art, Tracked Man. And you look at him and he is the quintessential wearing Lederhosen type Bavarian person. So I decided to pick up this book and uh, use Google Translate, which is one of the best apps you can ever have. To review it now, they had uh, I took a couple pictures. They have a, a, a series of this, 
but they're all limited like series like one through four and then it seems like multiple months off this is from you know an independent um uh plum plum productions yes plum plum uh story and art by christopher uh Clobier. and ultimately this this first one uh talks about how he's trying to um find this lost egg of the lindworm and the object's great power and so they have to call on Trackman, the mighty bavarian hero and he gets his power from beer so can we just talk what? about how his name is costume man that's what tracked means. Oh, tracked. Oh. Yeah. What means clothing? It's it means so costume. Because uh, they, <laughs> at work, um, they move the ice machine into the uh, into the brewing area, right? And you have to go get a key every time. So I'm alone every time, and the lights are always off. And there's this, you know, it's like a, you know, it's got all the machinery and stuff right. like that, and it smells like hops, like heavily. I'm in there getting ice, and every time I'm looking around, I'm like, is this where I'm going to get my... It feels like I'm going to get a superpower right now. And, and every time I go in there. And then one time, I came in there, and the lights were all on. And it just it feels ominous in there. Yeah. And there were these little beakers full of different colored drinks. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Willy Wonka, I want to go drink that right now. <laughs> if I go drink it, I will become beer man. <laughs> it didn't happen. I mean, I didn't drink it because who He's, the hell would do something like that. Right. But it always feels like I'm going to become a superhero. This is the spot. This is the place. This is the day. <laughs> I love that his his uh, like blimp uh, shoots down a giant tankard of a beer for him to drink, so he can then he get... drinks he drinks a barrel of beer and then becomes a superhero. Well, no, Popeye? he just gets more. He's always a Gunner superhero. The giant. Gets more uh, strength from drinking okay. beer. So I think everyone thinks they get strength from drinking beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so there's plenty of, and there are, um, you can go online and find actually English uh, already translated. Didn't know that at the time. I just picked it up because I thought it was cool. And in it, the Google Translate worked well enough to follow the story. Mm -hmm. But I do want to follow some more of it just because it's, it's definitely, it's not a parody, but it kind of is of obviously all that goes on in, you know, Southeast Germany there in Bavaria. But, uh. I'm pairing this with one of my favorite of the beers that we had at Oktoberfest from uh, August Steiner Brau. So, in their tent, I f they're all they all taste the same. They're all pretty much lagers, that but they have a little bit of a hint differently. And yeah. I really felt that the August Steiner was. I think if you said that to any of those beer makers that they all kind of taste the same, you probably wouldn't have made it back to the United States of America. <laughs> Probably be floating in a beer barrel somewhere. <laughs> if that's how I die, it seems appropriate. I live, yeah, yeah. Auger Steiner Brow. That's yep. the name of the company. I can't wait to go back. Yeah. But I also will say, just the week and a half that we were gone, it felt like a month. So I'm also kind of glad to be back. Yeah. I'm glad to see you all. I'm glad you didn't leave your um, toaster oven on while you were gone in your house. I also had then. thought of that as well. <laughs> Did I leave the oven on? <laughs> so, what kind, with, of things, what kind of things are you going to be doing for recovery? Are you going to not drink for a while? I've been or planned on that, that. Is that unhealthy itself? To just cold turkey stop drinking? Yeah, it's like a shock to the body, right? Yeah. 
I well, I pretty much did it. that this week, and I think that might have been also part of the reason why I was recovering slowly. I had planned to actually take a little bit longer time, so but I had my cousin's wedding this past weekend, and yeah. that's he just can't, kind of... He can't not drink somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is that crazy talk? Drunk on comics, you're going to have to keep drinking. It's just a... Just in the name. It's the it name. is. It's true. It's your nature. That's why I still drink. <laughs> I did watch a ton of movies, though. Uh, Toy Story 4, a Lego Movie 2, what? Glass, Alita Battle Angel, Aladdin, which I was really surprised. I really enjoyed it. Everyone that's watched that has said that to me. I even, I really love the... It's better um, than they thought it was going to be. The additional yeah, songs that they did. that, you know... The... Disassociate, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> far from the right accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So that uh, you should have wished for a better personality too. <laughs> I'll say this: next week we will have a great show because we will have seen the Dan Doherty trio. Trio. Me not talk good as always. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, coming to Grand Rapids. So if you're in the area and you're listening to this, uh, Saturday at the Tip Top Deluxe, um, we will be kind of hosting Dan and his band. Covers and... $5. Super, super cheap way to spend the night with just tons of cool people. Yep. We're going to be there. So, you know, it's going to be good. So stay thirsty for that. 